welcome to the 1208-Bit Nerd Church Podcast. I'm Jamin. I'm Dylar. And we're the pastors of 1208-Bit Nerd Church. And you can join us any Monday from 5.30 to 9 for video games. We are currently online for the rest of the year. We'd love to have you join us, though. Uh, and we have a good time. So uh, this is also a part of the Jackson Cloud Network. If you're looking for a church that's fully online during COVID or any time at all, check out Cloud. Com. All right, with that, we are going to talk about Christmas. Bum, bum, bum. Alas, we is a church, and therefore we does talk about the Christmas. So one of the things that we, since uh, 1208-Bit Nerd Church podcast is kind of Jackson Cloud's intersection between faith and culture, we're like, let's talk about our favorite Christmas movies. You know, during kind of Halloween, we talked about like our favorite scary movies. Now let's flip it to switch. Flip it to switch. Christmas. Which, uh, we do make it possible for anyone in Nerd Church to join us for these conversations. A lot of people did in text today, but not (laughs) in, um, not in actual conversation. Uh, but we've got, um, uh, we have Olivia saying that we need to make sure we talk about the Santa Claus movies. That's yep. Claus with an E. It's the Claus Santa that make them Santa. Yeah. Uh, we need to get into um, Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas, which absolutely not. We will not be doing that. <laughs> Get out of here, Robbie. We're not going there. Um, have you ever seen any Kirk Cameron movies? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I don't know if I've ever actually seen one because I can tell from the trailers I sh- I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> like this is cheesy Christianness at its finest. And I imagine a movie called Saving Christmas is probably the same kind of ideology that brought about the Starbucks Red Cup debate. You know, so like I'm, <laughs> I'm not getting into that. <laughs> Got to save Christmas. There's a bunch of people just putting red on cups. It's kind of like with politics lately, where it's been like, yeah, politics are saving Jesus right now. Like, I don't think you guys understand how Jesus works, but you know, that's a whole other conversation. Um, what, what else? Oh, Star Wars Christmas special was mentioned that we need to talk about that. We actually were unsure how to pull this off yet, but we were thinking next Saturday of creating a room for all of us together to watch the Star Wars Christmas special, just how horrible it is, and us just, like, commentary on it as it goes along and just make that the podcast episode. It's probably not going to be understandable (laughs) to anyone watching it on the outside, but it probably will be hilarious to us. We'll call it a fun community event, Jamin. A fun community event where we we come together and watch the Star Wars Holiday Special during a time when the Star Wars Holiday Special is is appropriate. Because guess what, guys? It's a Christmas movie. It's... That was it's, a life, it's a Life Day movie, first off. Life Day, that's it. Life day. That's a different thing. Right. Which I saw referenced in the first episode of Mandalorian, so I guess it yeah. is canon. You know, it, it is it's also, when- Canon. Yeah, the new Star Wars Lego movie on Netflix also is all about Life Day. So apparently it it made it into the canon. That's that's great. Um, yeah, it's it's something else. 
Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's real bad. You'll have to try to join us next week for that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I thinking? Oh, uh, speaking of just Christmas entertainment, if you have any talents in the Christmas field, we have something called a 1208 Christmas. It's open to Nerd Church and other forms of our 1208 Church where you send us a video of your talents and then we turn it into this weird online talent show. So if you want to do that, feel free. I need to record my talents still. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, set do. reminders on my phone every day because I'll forget. <laughs> we are not far away at this point. So send me your talents. I'll get it done by like next week. Don't worry. You're Early preaching this. next week, so you better uh, not overdo yourself. I'm always overdoing it, Jamin. Always. Okay. That's fair. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's get down to it. We've talked about a few of the comments that we've seen about what people are into as far as Christmas movies goes. If you're watching this live on Facebook, leave a comment too about the kind of kind of uh, uh, Christmas movies you like and why. Uh, but let's go ahead. Let's let's get to it. Where do we want to start here? So we're going to start for me. Uh, we we kind of talked a little bit in the Halloween episode about uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas and whether or not we decided it was a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie. So personally, on, on my end, I think that this is a Christmas movie for multiple reasons. Uh, first, the songs are a lot more jolly than you'd expect for most of that entire runtime. I would say that there's a lot of time spent on jolly, fun-loving songs, especially if you really enjoy Halloween. Then those are going to be very jolly majority of the time. The only one that's kind of scary then would be the Boogeyman song. So it all depends on taste, I guess, for the first half, Jamin. And this is all this is all 100%. Uh, you can't you can't argue with my logic here. Um, <laughs> uh, also, also, it's a Christmas movie because it's not actually. It's after Halloween happened already. They're preparing for the next Halloween, and they're going into the Christmas season. So, it's actually a Christmas movie because we see Christmas happening in the movie itself. We didn't see Halloween happen in the movie. So, yeah. So, I'm not quite there with you on that one, calling those songs jolly. Oh, jolly, yeah. Jolly is the word you go for? Yep. The Boogeyman's scary, but that, in my opinion, is probably the only, like, jazzy kind of Christmas what? song. I would say that was the scariest one. No it's, way. It's scary, but it's got a jazzy feel to it, and jazz makes you think of Christmas because, no. of, because of Charlie Brown, man. Oh, all right. Also, I just saw The Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time like a month ago. <laughs> Don't you make that face at me. So, all you see, like, you're thinking of the music as it was as it was written, not as it was intended. So, <clears throat> let me let me pose to you. It's more it's more of like a swing beat is what they intended for this music to be. So it's la da da ba da 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 ba scat da 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 scat da ba. See, it's a lot more jolly than you'd expect. Mm, it's too minor for jolly. Ba da ba da 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 da. By the way, 
Do you know who that singer is, who Jack Skellington is? Oh, uh, yeah, what's his name? Um, I know... Oh, no, say it. It's Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, okay. I knew Which it was funny. His name's Elf, so that was my uh, my oh. third reason, but I couldn't remember his name. Well, I just... You know, he's like the guy who makes the music for, like, he made the Simpsons theme song. He makes music, I think, for Tim Burton a lot, you know. But he's always the music. I didn't know that he, like, ever sang in a movie. So that, that surprised me when I when I looked at IMDb when I was watching. I was like, what? So there's my moment right there. Now I'm just now I'm just chilling to some I like my body's just like oh yeah I just need to listen to some yeah I'm just chilling the to only, the only reason I knew that song well before I saw this movie is because it's uh it's like on repeat for the entire time you played in Kingdom Hearts <laughs> oh I've never I don't play Kingdom Hearts oh so. man the original Kingdom Hearts which is the only one I've actually enjoyed the original Kingdom Hearts you go to all these Disney games with Final Fantasy characters, and at the end you go to the Nightmare Before Christmas. I was like, I don't know anything about this movie. This is weird. And you, Sora, along with uh, um, Donald Goofy, and yeah, Donald and Goofy, you run and meet Jack Skellington, and the whole time you're playing it in the background, you just hear, This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 I was like, What is this movie? <laughs> Yeah. Which was about as terrifying as I thought it would be when I finally watched it with my kids last month at the movie theater. But then there's the song about uh, what's this? What's this? Like that's okay. Fantastic. That one's joyful. That one. That one's upbeat. That one's more in your major key. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, it's 100% joyful. Uh, I'll give you that one for Christmas. Oh, between the eyes. Yeah. It's the same with the Oh man, I love that song. <laughs> Is that one your favorite Christmas movie, or that's just no, no, no? no. I just had to, I had to debate. I had to debate with you. Um, I think it's a Christmas movie. Are you agreeing with me? It's a Christmas movie. I guess by the end, the whole point is that they're trying to drop off Christmas presents to people, so it would huh? make sense. But it's a Halloween interpretation of a Christmas movie. No. How about we go? How about we say that movie? Nope, not agreeing. We're gonna have to agree to disagree there. Mm. Fine. So, my favorite Christmas movie is uh, we we talked about this at work too, and people were people were throwing out stuff. You know, they're like Jingle All the Way. They're like I'll Be Home for Christmas. All these ones that like are heartfelt and stuff. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh, that's what you guys like? Because I like I'm like. Wait 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 wait. Jingle All the Way is what they're was this Joel? I don't know. I don't remember who I, said what. I don't so, think I've ever heard anyone talk about Jingle All the Way as something that they enjoy, except for my family. So I'm thinking since you work with my brother. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible for sure. But, uh, but yeah, I was like, mm, Star Wars. And everyone went, mm, and I'm like, uh, no, it comes out on Christmas whenever it comes out. It's right at Christmas time. It is a Christmas movie series. I don't care about your opinion on whether or not Star Wars is a Christmas movie. It's my favorite. And it's my favorite movie series. Uh, it's just fantastic. Every time I watch Star Wars, I'm like, this is Christmas time. It's Life Day time, man. Life day. No, it's, no, in the real world, it's Christmas time because there is Star Wars. 
Um, it's just like it's it's fall break during college and high school when I'm watching Lord of the Rings. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, just, okay. So then, what was that? Just because it's not a Christmas movie to you doesn't mean it's not a Christmas movie to me. Well, then let's get into that weird territory because Robbie Bolton wanted to make sure that he mentioned that um, uh, uh, we considered Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard is 100% a Christmas movie. What are you talking about? Like, It's not even opinion-based. Die, Die, Die Hard 2 is a Christmas movie. So this is the running gag in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Have you seen that show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where Jake Peralta is just constantly like his favorite Christmas movie, Die Hard all the way, and like... No one agrees with him. <laughs> but Die Hard is 100% a Christmas movie. It's about the Christmas time. I, can we call it a Christmas movie? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry that you, you don't... You're you very don't liberal on your application here. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, like, what makes a Christmas movie? You go ahead and you you define it then. What's a Christmas movie to you? Um, sleigh Bells... Snow, the theme of Christmas, not Die Hard. So there has to be like a theme of Christmas in your movie for it to be a Christmas movie. I feel like it needs to be intentionally like focused in on Christmas. Like in what way? I don't, you know, I actually haven't seen Die Hard 2. I've only seen Live Free or Die Hard. So I guess I can only push this so far. Have you seen Die Hard 1? No, just live free or die hard. yippee Kaye, Jamin. yippee Kaye. How dare you? I know enough to know what that means. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you inter intervene in this argument? Would you talk about the Bible like this, Jamin? Hey, I... How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> it was... Die... Die Hard. I mean, if Die Hard Two is anything like Live Free or Die Hard, I have a hard time believing that that could possibly be known totally as a Christmas different. movie. Is this totally the one in the building? Is it the one in the building where they're trying to just escape the building, and by the end it's like on fire or something? Are you just describing every action movie that you've ever seen? <laughs> every Die Hard, at least. But no, 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 no. There's they're wearing Christmas hats the entire time. It's it's on December twenty fifth. Man, there's snow on the ground, just like you talked about. There's jingle bells. There's Christmas music throughout the entire thing. Uh, all right. I, well, I guess you are. Uh, because you just, uh, when I was sitting there, I'm like, you just, everything's in there. It's a Christmas movie. It just includes action, Jamin. All right. It's like, well, it's like if they gave Santa guns and they just had Santa go and just like fight Alien versus Predator or something. What? <laughs> There's no way this is the plot of Die Hard. That's not what actually happened in Die Hard. I don't. Oh, what are you? I'm not following this conversation. I was making anymore. up, was making up an, a a a story about if they, it'd be a Christmas movie to you. Then if it was Alien versus Predator because there's snow, and then Santa had guns, like that would be a Christmas movie to you, by your definition. First off, let's not exegete Christmas movies. <laughs> Christmas movies. <laughs> that's pushing the line a little bit and stop using my words against me <laughs> but that's how you argue that's, a, Fine. that's how you Fine. Die Hard's a Christmas movie are you happy I, I haven't seen it I don't know anything yeah. about it yeah I'm happy I'm happy I'm good 
Okay, we can first, move on now. What was that? Is the first Die Hard a... Oh, okay. So I'm looking yeah. at Die Hard on iTunes. It says uh, John McTiernan's alternative Christmas classic. So I guess iTunes agrees with you. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is a Christmas movie through and through. And so is Star Wars because Star Wars, first of all, has snow a lot. Almost every Star Wars movie has snow. You can't just say Hoth is Christmas. It doesn't work like that. There were bells in there. There were bells. Didn't you hear those those bells going off, those alarms? And then green and red, that's literally Luke's lightsaber versus Darth Vader's lightsaber, James. <laughs> Green and red holidays. They have really great music during that time. Like everyone likes to listen to Star Wars music. I'm not. I'm not going for this one, man. So Star Wars is a Christmas movie to me, and I love Star Wars. It's my favorite Christmas movie. But if you're going like traditional Christmas movie, not alternative Christmas movies, I'm gonna have to say uh, I'll be home for Christmas is probably the most nostalgic for me. I'll be home. That's the one. Wait. The guy, the the guy's dad's like, "I'll give you a Porsche if you can be home for Christmas." I just think it's hilarious that like, that's yeah. like, I was like this poor kid sitting there in a trailer, like looking up at the TV, like, "Wow, a Porsche! What kind of jerk just has a Porsche?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll give it to my child for no reason. That's in college. If he comes home for Christmas on time." And he can't even do that right, but then he's like, you know what? It looks like you learned a lesson while while I didn't see you. Here's the Porsche anyway. This was, and then he gets uh, too. I just think it's hilarious. It's it's a terrible movie full of really stupid antics, and it's one of my favorites. Is that like the last movie Jonathan Taylor Thomas was even in? Yeah. Man, I I haven't seen that guy in anything. No, me in either. The time. Jessica Beale was in that. Yes, she was. I've never seen that. That would be one Christmas movie I have not seen. So it's actually a fun, fun ride all the way through. But when you think about what's happening, it's kind of like this is this is terrible. It's like when you watch Ferris Bueller and you're like, this is a really funny movie and like really fun. But then you like think about what's actually happening in it, and you're like, this is like the worst kid in the world. <laughs> like Ferris Bueller is manipulative. He lies about everything. He's kind of a jerk to his friends. Kind of. He's a big jerk to his friends. He just wants attention all the time. I mean, it's 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 really saddening. But that's why it's kind of my favorite Christmas movie is because when I when I think about like why why you know I like Christmas uh, in the season, I I think reminding myself about the people that uh, that just have a bunch of things and get upset about really petty things makes me laugh and and feel like happy for some reason that the, that that exists and i'm just like why do these why why well uh, apparently my taste is lower than yours because you're at 20 23 for i'll be home for christmas but mm-hmm. uh i'm still super into jingle all the way which i just bought this moment this isn't on sale yeah <laughs> <laughs> 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, um, Sinbad. Have <laughs> you ever seen yeah. this movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to get the turbo, man. That's what that's the price of it. It's just so, <laughs> it's so ridiculous, but as kids, we used to laugh and quote this all the time. Uh, so, 
uh, it's not my favorite Christmas movie, but oh. apparently I, I like it enough to have bought a 15% Rotten Tomatoes movie. So what uh, what is your favorite Christmas movie then? I want to say, and I don't have a list in front of me, so I could be wrong, but I remember when I was in college, I, I put the stick down and said my favorite Christmas movie is A Muppet Christmas Carol. As to if that is held up, I'm not uh, sure. Uh, no, Muppet Christmas Carol is the best Christmas Carol, and I, I will stick behind that for sure. Yeah, I'll give you that. And uh, Olivia, our friend Olivia, has not seen it, so I gave her oh. instructions that she has to go watch it. I thought There's she was another... like reincarnation of Santa Claus, though. So. <laughs> she is Christmas. You know, speaking of Santa Claus, I just watched all three of them. The Tim Allen ones with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know why there's three of them, but we watched them. I've watched them all too. Um, just kind of like in the background recently. And man, I forgot how dumb they get towards the end there. That whole Jack Frost like thing was just terrible. So I missed a lot of that one when the kids were watching it, but like it looked like it got pretty weird. It's just like this doesn't make any sense at all. It's just weird. But the graphics, Tyler, the <laughs> graphics. If you watch all three of them back to back, look how different, substantially different, the budget oh, was yeah. in the third one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or the technology is probably the better one. Because in the first one, it just looks like the reindeer are like claymation that have been green screened in or something. It's just bad. Oh, man. Yeah, Tim Allen tends to make the exact same like show or movie over and over again and then eventually people are like oh yeah i forgot tim allen exists and then they watch it and they're like oh yeah that was a tim allen movie like <laughs> it's always well, uh, like oral <laughs> yeah the second one though is kind of fun when you get that like plastic toy santa claus who then oh, becomes yeah. like a dictator walking around like Oh ho, everybody! <laughs> it's just fun to watch because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, no, that that's that's fantastic. See, Christmas movies are one of the best, like, best movies, just because they can be so terrible yet so refreshing to watch. How terrible they are at times. Um, specifically, I'm talking about the Hallmark Channel. Um, <laughs> You know, if we're going to go there, I probably need to pull up uh, me and Joel's Mallhark movie. Oh, my goodness. I, we, I wish we could watch that right now. Like, Do you watch any Hallmark? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's where it came from. Like, I don't watch it for, like, you know, oh, man, I love the drama in this. I watch it because it's so bad. Um, what's what's one of my favorite ones? Um, uh, it's the it's a letter. Like, it's it's the, like... The, the Santa letter or the like the mailroom like Christmas thing it's it's really bad it's about this woman who works in a mailroom as one of Santa's helpers um, and she falls in love with this normie human guy and there's a bunch of really crappy antics that ensue and it, it just doesn't make any sense and it's fantastic. It has nothing to do with Christmas the entire time. Um, it's just that she works in a mailroom, and they were like, what if, like, kids wrote her letters to Santa, but she actually delivered them to Santa? It was the entire Christmas. That was, that was all the Christmas part of it. 
the rest of it was just this relationship and like living in the city kind of life. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen that one. My mom turns it on every uh, Christmas, so like I just see whatever happens to be on the TV at that time, and then my whole family, including my wife, is just like engrossed in it, and they all agree it's horrible, but it's like a yeah. car crash. They don't know how to look away, so it's like, <laughs> like stop turning it on. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun to watch, though. It's just so bad. There's a um, I know we're past Halloween, but I need to bring this up. There's a Hallmark like witch movie where like nothing actually yeah yeah it's a love like it's not a movie sorry it's a show it's a hallmark show um where this woman is a a witch um but like anything that's magic that happens is like once maybe every episode like maybe once and it's like the stupidest thing has nothing to do with the plot or anything she's just like and then she like it's always she looks at the camera and she goes well, maybe you just need to believe a little bit more in magic. <laughs> and then the the man like looks at her like, maybe I learned something. And maybe. <laughs> and then it's just like over, and she never sees that man again. And there's just a new man that she's like hitting on the next episode. It's, it is crazy. Yeah, it is. It is legitimately insane. It's like if Gilmore Girls was really bad. All right, there's an illustration. <laughs> <laughs> and had witches. <laughs> Back to Christmas, it's like, though. It's like if Gilmore Girls was really bad and had witches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, weird. But, like, so Christmas movies have always held kind of a special place in uh, in my heart. Maisha Just, in the comments, she, sorry, she wants you to say what show this was. I don't remember what show it is. Um, Hallmark Channel Witch Show. Yeah, I'm sure you could find it. Is it The Good Witch? Yes, The Good Witch. Mm. All right. Well, it has six seasons, so uh, someone must be watching it. (laughs) Every episode is crazy. It's on Netflix, Maisha. Please, by all means. How I found (laughs) it. It is so bad. Um, it is Lacey like turned it on because she just likes to turn on random shows and just watch them all the way through no matter how bad they get my wife will just watch every episode of it all the way through and I, if I'm like sitting in the living room I just am sitting there because I'm not a person who will like not watch the show like I have to watch the show if it's there even if it's like multitasking I'm doing something else while I'm doing it I have to be focused on the show so I'm just like this is so bad can we turn it no, no, just let it finish. I'm like, but we're in season one. No, no, we just got to finish the show. Like, it's almost over. They're really short episodes. They're like an hour long. <laughs> and apparently, Maisha's already been watching it. So you yeah. and Lacey need to make some popcorn, get together, and destroy your palate for movies. Maisha, I need to know, do you enjoy it like, as an actual show, or is it more of just like a... Or are you like watching it for the fun of it? I need to know. But uh, yeah, for for Christmas movies and <laughs> Jamin's got his cat attacking him. But uh, for Christmas movies, it's it's for me almost a time that like the family would just kind of like be together in the living room because back you know back in the early two thousands um, <laughs> when you were 
watching like television shows and stuff like that, you didn't have all of these like video games. Like if you're going to play a video game, you're going to do it on like the TV. But since everyone was, it had to be inside, like, you know, my, my stepdad wasn't cooking on the grill at the time. Cause he, he wasn't outside. Uh, my mom wasn't, you know, just sitting outside, lounging and reading books so they were all inside watching television so it was one of the times where like my entire family would be inside watching just some random christmas movies because uh outside was taken away i was always upset a little bit at the time because i wanted to play video games but uh but that's what it reminds me of is this time where my family was almost forced to be together by the by the cold <laughs> and the hallmark channel and the hallmark channel my mom loved Hallmark movies. She'd watch them like every year. Yeah. Well, you know, there's lots of uh, Christmas movies that we could probably spend a lot of time talking about. But since we usually look for some spiritual application, before this is over, what you got? What you got? Me? No, I'm just kidding. Um, so spiritual application uh, during Christmas time is I was kind of going to go with that along with um, – my family and everything. I think Christmas time, you know, there's obviously the meaning of Christmas, which is, you know, reflecting on the coming of our Lord, like Jesus Christ kind of a thing, the birth of this, this hope, the birth of this, um, this, this um, prophecy come true, the, the beginning of what would be our redemption stories, um, second act. And uh, it's this time to reflect on that and bring joy because we know that now with this prophecy come true, um, we know what the story is at the end, but we come here this at this time to celebrate, to rejoice that, you know, our Lord was born. But I think that also we sometimes look away from... Um, like family time and being around your family. I know we, we think of a lot of like buying gifts and the more um, the, the, the capitalistic like ideals behind um, Christmas being purchasing and ca capitalism isn't bad guys. There's, there's good and bad to all forms of um, economic and uh, government like um, systems. Um, but what I'm talking about is this, this idea that sometimes capitalism can bring about. And that's when we view purchasing of items um, as being the most important aspect of the, the season, right? These, these gifts, these things. And I think in America, we don't even realize how bad it is. I mean, sometimes I look around and I'm like, I own so much stuff. I shouldn't probably own this much stuff. Um, and that just, you know, at some point, like, I, I always want more stuff. Why do I want that? And, and, um, I, I think that's, that's more of that, that flesh in us, right? I, I, it's definitely not, not good. I wouldn't say it's as bad as, you know, like murder or something. I don't think you're going out there just trying to like, ah, I'm going to kill someone. I own so much stuff. It's not the same level of, of that kind of feeling. Right. But it is something important um, during the holiday season to remember is that this stuff isn't worth another person's life. This stuff isn't worth um, giving up time with your family. This stuff isn't worth um, trying to ask maybe for forgiveness from people that um, you haven't, that you haven't seen in a while. But don't, don't put this stuff in front of um God, you know, don't don't put this stuff in front of uh, in front of what's important in your life. Don't put this stuff in front of um, 
just what you're worth. <laughs> don't don't make this stuff your worth as well. And it's it's hard to say because I think we all do it, especially in America. We all have moments where we think, you know, this is this is normal. Everyone has large amounts of things here. I mean, I remember when I was in Cambodia, um, which is a completely different, um, a completely different reality to America, and seeing what they would um, what they would live in as like a middle class person versus what a middle class person in America would live in, um, it gives perspective as to what we have and what you need. And I would just uh, I would just say like take time to to reflect on that. You know, everyone's everyone's called um, in their time and by God in the ways that uh, God talks to them and speaks to them, and um, and like what being pulled on during Christmas. So I would just really recommend to ask God what He's trying to to say to you during these times, and and what He's trying to teach you. Um, maybe it's about giving up some of these things this year. Maybe it's about giving only gifts that are made by hand. Uh, that sound, might sound weird, but um, first of all, your wallet will be happy. But second of all, <laughs> I think by forcing you to go above and beyond in an extreme way um, of not doing like a, a physical gift that costs money, it can sometimes um, it can sometimes bring out uh, more of a I would say spiritual um, experience at Christmas time. Um, you know, and I think you can practice that in a way that can kind of start to help you set, uh, maybe, maybe a goal for your life. If you wanted to go down that path of becoming more minimalist or anything like that. Um, there's definitely Bible verses that would go into that and talk about giving up what you have, right. To follow Jesus. Um, and if that's something that you feel like you're called to, I really recommend that you lean into that calling and, uh, that you pursue it because it's um, it's inspiring to see someone that can live and live that kind of a way, and um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anything uh, you pull from Christmas time, Jamin, for spiritual application? Yeah, well, I think when I think of like Christmas movies, well, one thing that annoys me is when Christians are always on the defense about like gotta defend this holiday and got to make sure people know it's the reason for the season. And <laughs> I I feel persecuted because they just have red cups now. They don't, you know, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't even understand that conversation. Uh, but like American Christianity, you know, is always trying to say like, Oh, we're so persecuted. And like Christmas is a time where they say that a little louder. Like, Oh, they, they say happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Now, you know, like all that stuff. Like, first off, this isn't stuff that matters like <laughs> it's like you know like we are christians we have a reason that we celebrate christmas so let's be honest i don't think a lot of us in the church even are focused on that around christmas like yeah we want our we don't want people taking it away but like we're focused on the gifts like you said and like the money and like the getting to the stores to get the best sale and all these things even in the even if someone dies like getting trampled in the doorway on a black Friday, like just part of how it goes for our rush to, to get stuff, you know, like that's, 
Yeah. Those are actual stories that are said. We're actually talking a bit more about that on the Jackson Cloud in the next week or two. So we'll dive deeper into that in an episode if you want to check it out. Um, but uh, where was I headed? Right. So we we try to act like we're persecuted, like that Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas <laughs> movie. I haven't seen it, but I'm sh- guessing that it's that kind of idea of like, Christmas is being taken away by the media and, and the world and we need to save Christmas. Like Jesus, Jesus needs us to save something, you know, like guys help me. They're hurting. You know, like I'm not getting, I need someone to save me. It's like, no other way around, you know, Somebody oh. save me. <laughs> speaking of nerds. Um, <laughs> but, but the fact that, uh, we always act up like that. Or we always act like, you know, something's being taken away from us and our rights and all this. And, like, that's that's not the fight about Christmas. First off, if you're not a Christian, why would you celebrate the reason for the season if you don't believe in it, you know? So, like, that's just, it's the same thing with all Christian politics or whatnot. You know, like, when the world's, like... Oh, we have a belief in these things that don't line up with the Bible. It's like, of course you do. You're like, you're not held to the Bible nor its standards, nor can you even complete the Bible standards without the Holy Spirit who empowers us to live these ways out. Like these are just standard human Christian truths. The rest of the world is different than Christianity. And like Christians in America live like the rest of the world needs to be like us. When in fact, we're supposed to recognize like we are unique from the rest of the world and they're not going to live like us. So we need to continue to live the way that we should in the midst of all of that. And if the most persecution we feel is that they don't want to celebrate a holiday they don't believe in, like, oh no, like (laughs) in the Bible, people died for believing what we believe, you know, and people all over the world and other countries right now die for believing what we believe so let's let's get our heads on straight there but then my other thing is this even those who don't believe in jesus when they celebrate christmas they finally celebrate some really good biblical things because they're made in god's image and they care about things that god cares about too Uh, it's part of who they are and they celebrate their family they celebrate the generosity of giving to one another they celebrate uh they celebrate um loving people getting together spending time together laughing together eating together uh enjoying one another's company spending time with like these are all good biblical human image of god type things and i think we can celebrate that for one moment in our crazy busy lives the world pauses and during the time where we celebrate Jesus, the world also celebrates things that are good. And yeah, it does get jaded by all the stuff that is bad, you know, when we're yeah. when we when we're living in just that fullness of like stuff, stuff, stuff. By all means, like the times that I've had to live on credit cards even just to buy people gifts, like there was there's plenty of like not good stuff that happens in, in the midst of, of all that. Um but there are good elements too. So I can celebrate with what's 
what's good and, and, and reject what's bad. And then I can also understand that Jesus comes and dwells in this moment with us, you know, like whether you're having a good holiday where your family's still around, you can see them, or maybe it's, it's classic 2020 COVID holiday. You've lost family this year and you're going to get around that, that table and it's not going to be the same, or it's just, maybe you had horrible Christmases growing up. Your parents always had to work, you know, like they couldn't even be home for Christmas because they had to put food on the table. The good news is Jesus comes and dwells in all of that. You know, Isaiah, when he prophesied that Jesus was coming, he said, he's going to come in the midst of really hard times due to a king not having faith that God told the king to do something and the king didn't have faith. So instead of getting Jesus showing up in like plenty, Jesus shows up in like absence. That's part of the prophecy. And and they live in exile and life is horrible. Jesus is born and then he's nearly aborted by Herod. And then he becomes a political refugee having to leave the area to be safe where he lives for years until he can come back home where it's safe born to a family that was probably ostracized due to the ways that it looks like Jesus came about. Like Jesus is born into a hard life with persecution in a manger and a feeding trough. Yeah. Like if your life is bad and Christmas is bad, Jesus is there with you. But at the same time, it's the great prophecy of the one who will be born, the kingdom will be carried on his shoulders and he'll save us all and be our mighty God, a wonderful counselor. So there's good in the midst of all that too. And we can all relate with that no matter what side our Christmas lands on. So so you're saying that essentially, I'm going to sum this all up in, uh, in a reference to Drake. Jesus started from the bottom. Now he's here. To Drake. It started from the bottom. Now we're here. Oh, oh, no, the artist Drake. I was thinking of a dragon. Sorry, I was like, <laughs> so, I was like what to, are we? to quote the ancient Drake. <laughs> now we're here. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'd watch that, but you know. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. No, so, I think those fits the theme of like all these Christmas movies and like what they represent usually and um, whether it's a Christian one where it's talking about their reason for the season or it's or it's a part of the the more worldly you know family giving good things um, and uh, goodwill towards men um, we still have these great moments and uh, you know there's classic movies too I think we need to at least say the names of before we go because my mom would probably kill me if I didn't say it's <laughs> life um that is how my stepdad proposed was during um it's a wonderful life um, during, it's, it's really cute uh it's the whole like i'll wrap the uh, i'll throw a lasso around the moon and i'll pull it to you if that's what you want kind of a thing that's when he proposed um super adorable um super cute and that's uh, what that's from i know that from evan almighty sorry. or not evan bruce almighty sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, that's from that's from It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, wonderful. It's a Wonderful Life is also probably my second favorite um, Christmas movie. So had to reference I've it before. I've seen that one. Oh man, you need to. It's one of the. It, it's. Wait, so is like, this a black and white sisters? Sisters never wears a devoted sisters. Is it that or no? No, no that's uh, that's White Christmas or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
This one is the one about the guy who uh, he's basically gets to the point the world kind of de- like destroys him, beats him down during this this like Christmas season um, to a point where he's lost almost everything and he's willing to um, take his own life. Um, when the angel appears and shows him what his life would be like if he didn't exist. Is this Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. All right. I haven't seen that one, but I've heard much about it. It is one of the best. It's it's the whole like every time, um, every time a bell is heard, an angel gets his wings. That's the. Uh, okay, so that's that not the Bible. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, there's plenty of classics. Let us know yours. You can do it many ways by commenting on our Facebook video uh, or uh, joining our Discord, uh, which you'll find the link at 12whitegreenwood.com. Once you're there, just click on the Nerd Church button and you'll uh, get connected through everything that we have there. Um, Otherwise, does that kind of bring us full circle? I know it brings us full circle, but I'm checking, is your heart clear? Well... Um, Jamin, I've killed a man. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we're not This isn't confession. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Uh, he has not done that before I, Facebook is Facebook is reading our text. To, <laughs> oh, they're not. Our closed captioning. Not. Like, whoa, what did you just say? <laughs> what just happened? TSA sitting there. Wait, wait. Get that man. Um. <laughs> FBI, <laughs> open up. Um, so yeah, just I mean, next week we're gonna be going into uh, Star Wars holiday special. Gonna do a fun watch party kind of a thing. Um, we're always on at uh five thirty uh, Mondays. Come come hang out, play video games, um, and then listen to us talk more about uh you know faith. This week we're talking about doubt and stuff like that. So uh you know if you doubt, come on by. <laughs> um, other than that though no I think that's that's about everything um, stay safe don't buy uh, don't buy any Pokemon cards right now because it's really hard and really expensive um, <laughs> other than that yeah I think we're uh, I think I think that about wraps it up you fresh kitty cats and orange peels on bingo cards well, that's Tyler's outro of the day I'm going to wrap it up with a song that brings us full circle on Christmas movies. Hey girl. Christmas season always makes me feel a little grinchy. Let me tell you something about that. Jamin Bradley on the scene and I'm about to get mean Cause I'm grinching up these Christmas trees and eating your cookies Leaving nothing for Santa except a glass of some tea He wanted milk, well that's too bad cause it expired last week And you can call me a Scrooge but there ain't no Jacob Marley No Gonzo or Rizzo and no spiritual safari Ghosts of the past, you know they be afraid of me Even Charles Dickens knows that I'm rewriting history Bye buddy, see ya buddy, I won't be coming back This elf is on a mission and no narwhal can stop that Cause life is not claymation, the Polar Express can leave this station My heart is too small, I need a Medicare stat Of all the Charlie Browns, you know I'm the Charlie Browniest I am the nightmare before Christmas, but I bet you guess that If I actually found a Turbo Man, I would throw it out Actually, I like that movie, so I'm a Grinch, yeah, without Baby, a doubt I'm a Grinch! <laughs> yeah, you know that I'm a Grinch! Straight up Grinchin. Grinchin. Grinchin off your face, cause you know I'm being ugly. I can't help it, babe, I'm too rotten to get.
Holiday, though I never saw that lick So forgive the implication Cause it could be pretty sick Earnest, he can't save you So let me just be frank You're better off spending Christmas With Tim Allen and the cranks Speaking of Tim Allen Don't even get me started on Santa Claus Did that really need two sequels? Did that have to be kicked up a notch? Yeah, this is who I am Keep your Bahu doors to yourself You put that back Keep that elf up up there on that shelf and if you wanna find me Well, don't you dirty fall street The only miracle is staying awake through that movie, yes, I'll be staying home alone. Just be building projects to keep out the robbers with an arsenal of objects. Marbles on the floor, marbles on the floor. Boy, you know you're dripping on my marbles on the floor. Exit out my door unless you want some more. Boy, I just don't get how you're breathing in it. Baby, I'm a Grinch. Yeah, you know that I'm a Grinch. Grinching off your face because you know I'm being. Mr. Grinch. I can't even look at myself up in the mirror. I don't want to see all this pain any clearer. I'm a Grinch. Yeah, girl. Now you know a little bit about me. Maybe now I even know a little bit more about myself.